I, Carrie here with Best of Us in Investors, and I just got back from the doctor and I'm sick. I am told that I have had the flu since last Saturday, and that's why I feel like I have aged 10 years in the last week. So, but I had some things on my mind that I just felt I needed to share with you, particularly as I came home and turned on the news and saw that the market had reversed itself and was down substantially as a result of Putin's action uh, on with Russia on the Ukraine border, and the market is reacting negatively to it. I find this a little bit strange uh, because this sort of thing has happened before. Um, if you'll remember, in, in 2003, George Bush mustered troops um, at the southern border of Iran and proceeded to march through Iran and overthrow um, the prime minister of Iran. And then he, when that was over, he headed for Afghanistan. So for us to, and I'm not for Putin, don't get me wrong, but for us to not recognize <clears throat> that this sort of thing happens and what these leaders do is basically say, well, this is what we want to do. Let's see how the world reacts when we do it. And then we'll make our decision from there. It's, it's like a teenage boy walking into a store and um, shoplifting and saying, well, let's see how the owner reacts. And if I get away with it, I'll continue to do it. Is that so unusual? Do we have politicians who take bribes? And then we get all amazed when we find out they did it, but they've been doing it for years. Hell, now we're finding out they're getting inside information on the stock market, and they've been doing it for years, and it's one of the reasons they run for a political office. So why do these things surprise us? The other thing I think that, that, that needs to be recognized is that if you're watching this video, you are not a professional trader. You more than likely don't work for J.P. Morgan or Goldman Sachs or anything like that. You're a retail investor. Understand the game you're playing in. Understand that unlike the Super Bowl tomorrow, they aren't two relatively equal teams playing under the same rules with the same football, with comparable equipment, so that it's a fair game. That's just not true Monday morning when you go to play your game on Wall Street. They have quantum computers. You don't. You never will. Um, they have Wharton School graduates that... Um, do all their analysis, and you have a bunch of YouTubers. Come on, can that be a fair game? Well, I guess then, Carrie, why the hell do you play it? Because I choose to play a different game. And that's what I want to talk about briefly in this video, because remember, I got the flu. I don't want you to get the flu. I don't think that's possible. Um, but I think you need to understand the game you're in. And, and the circumstances that you find you're in, so you don't get all beat up. As I say, I've aged 10 years because of the flu this last week. I fear that some of my tribe members have aged 10 years over the last two months 
because they don't recognize what's happening in the stock market. So let's just casually talk about that before I go to bed. All right, hang with me. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. The first thing I want to continue to emphasize is that if you're going to be in this stock trading business uh, activity, you need to use the best tools that you can to make good decisions. Now, I think there's a lot of you who think that one of the best tools you can get is some uh, talking head on YouTube who has made a fortune possibly because he bought Tesla at some very low price uh, two years ago, or possibly because he or she bought some Bitcoin 10 years ago at a dollar a coin, and possibly because he bought some Neo at one point at some time. But the reality is they're just talking heads and they're just sharing their information with you. And you should not base your investment decisions based solely on that. You should build your toolbox full of tools. Those are tools that give you more information because what you're trying to achieve, even as a retail investor or trader, is to be the smartest guy at the table when the when the cards are played whether it's whether it's trading or it's investing i choose to do investing so i rely on tools i rely on other people feeding me information one of those tools is seeking alpha another one of the tools to help me uh, get reflect on past history and bring information that I've accumulated in the past forward to help me make a good day decision is trading views, the charting thing. Both of those have a link in, in the description below. And then more recently, I have re- relied on stock cards be, and because it has incorporated artificial intelligence into my bag of tools to help me find the difference between this stock and that stock and help me make decisions. So I think it's important that you build your toolbox. I'm sharing in the description those tools that I think are be- most beneficial for me and then you take that for what it's worth. But let's talk about what's going on in the market right now. And we are we are being told that interest rates are going up at an outrageous rate. Well, yeah, uh, and gas has gone up from a negative $37 a barrel in, um, in what was it, uh, April of uh, 2020 to 97 dollars a barrel. What kind of inflation rate is that? I can't do the math from a negative $37 a barrel to a positive $97 a barrel. I can't do the math. Uh, So that's inflation. Is that going to continue? No, no, it not will not continue. Uh, we have had this surge in, dry, in driving, but the reality, as I said, and I'll share with you tomorrow, uh, the oil companies are walking dead. Uh, they, they, they're the Sears and Roebucks 
of the prior e-commerce. They're the, they're the Eastman Kodak of photography. They, they won't wake up and say, we need to uh, maybe uh, come up with something alternative fuel to oil. No, no, they aren't doing it. Why, why, would, why would they take such an attitude? Go look, look up their board of directors, look up their executives, see if, see if you think any of them will still be working there in 2030. They don't give a damn what's going to happen to oil. They're going to have cashed in their stock options long before you figure it out. So understand you can't play their game. They aren't playing fair. This is not the Super Bowl, and you're all wearing the same helmets and shoulder pads. No, they've got sledgehammers, and you're going in naked. So don't play their game. Don't be. Now, um, The Rock, one, our, our, our presenter uh, from, what is it, Thursday, um, Norrock, he has, over 10 years, developed a system where he can, through, the, again, the use of trading views, he can see past trends and kind of read the tea leaves of how they're playing the game, how they're pushing things up to heights to see how high they can take the price on a stock and then turning it around and taking it down. We see that on a daily basis. And, and Norok has, has found it and then has found a tool, Trading Views, to make it work for him. So um, understand what's going on in the game you're playing. In my years of investing, there's several things I have learned. Investors win and traders sometimes win. The difference between a trader and investor is an investor basically looks for undervalued uh, assets and reads the, the world and the change that is going to happen. And right now, that is summed up in the words test technological disruption. That's what's going to put the oil companies out of business. Um, and then finds the company... Elon Musk's Tesla is certainly an early example. I don't care to get into the automotive area, but that's an example of how you as, a, as an investor can avoid the trading game. Now, if you want to do some tra day trading in addition to investing, that's up to you, but you better get good at it and you better watch uh, Norok and let him teach you the tools and then you put those tools to work on your own computer. What we know, though, is that in the long run, traders will always lose because they, some of them will win, but the majority, that the 80-20 rule will take place because most of them will not really understand the tools that they need to use to make the game turn in their favor. So if we look at who are the winners and the losers? And I would say, more importantly, it isn't winners and losers. It's winners and victims. Um, the winners are going to be the investors. The victims are going to be the traders, unless they're extremely good at it. 
uh, and most of you will not spend the time and educate yourself to become extremely good at it. So I would in- encourage you instead to, to become knowledgeable of the world you live in and just make good decisions. I had a conversation with someone today, and he asked me, well, um, what's going on in the stock market, and, and what should I, should I be unloading now? I said, no, no. It's just, just continue to hold your Amazon, your Google, your Apple, your Microsoft, and your NVIDIA. I said, because, because Stuart, really, you and I both know that any stocks you own are going to end up in the hands of your children and your grandchildren, and those companies are going to come out on the winning end of this. And he said, well, is, uh, is there any stock that I should sell? And I said, yeah, sell ExxonMobil. He says, well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, he says, I have a brother-in-law who works for ExxonMobil, been with him for years. And he said, he said, in fact, he's in their alternative fuel segment of the business. And he is, he is head of the department to develop biological fuels. And he said, just recently, he was asked to make a presentation to the executives of Exxon on biological or alternative fuels. And he made his two-hour presentation, and he got a nice applause, and Scott asking, started asking some questions and um, showing there was some interest showed. And then as it went higher up the line and the top executives spoke, they said, we have no interest in getting involved in that. That's too far in the future. We're good where we're at. And they basically threw him to the curb. Now, why would they do that? You, these, are, these are smart, smart people. Why would they do that? In 1978, there was a presentation made to a similar board on an invention called um, um, digital photography. Yeah, digital photography. They, they took to the to the board of directors, a camera the size of a toaster that created a digital picture. They had another device here. This was in 78. And the board of directors said, why the hell would anybody be interested in having a digital picture? You can't show it to anybody. You can't mail it to anybody. Besides, we're in the photography business and we're in the chemical and paper business. What board of directors do you think that was? Kodak. Kodak. 78. In 98, they filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> oh, come on. This game is too easy. You just got to be patient. It's the individual who studies who figures out where the, where the game is going and then is, makes his, plays, his, plays his bet and then is patient and allows the fools to play their game. I believe it's obvious who the fools are, and in tomorrow's video, I'm going to give you a list of them, okay? And then I'm going to give you a list of the six stocks that you need to buy. Six you need to sell. And six, you need to buy. And then just be patient. 
Okay. Um, as I said, I got the flu. I'm getting a little drained. You might have seen my mind slipped a little there sometimes. I'm going to go lay down and um, get ready for the Super Bowl. Have a good evening. Have a wonderful weekend. And I hope next week's a better week for me.